Blog Talk Radio. And good evening and welcome to Love Line with Allison tonight. Um, we are scheduled to interview Angie K, author Angie K. Um, however, she hasn't made it to the switchboard yet. Um, how's everybody doing tonight? If you're listening, anybody calling, talk to me, what's going on? Uh, so I guess I'll talk to you about some of my projects. Well, right now I'm working on quite a few, including my second nonfiction book entitled 365 Days of Positive Affirmations. It is actually a book slash journal uh, where I do my own positive affirmations and then leave space for you to do one of your own. Uh, I'm very excited. It's been a long time coming for my, uh, since my last solo release. And I hope to hear from you all or hear from author Angie K soon. So how's everybody's day? Hope you all are having a great day. And while we wait for Angie K, um, let's be, let's count down with um, the beehive. Boy.
Lawler. Area code 210, are you there? Yes, this is this is Angie K, author. Hi, Angie K. How are you? I'm fine. I'm sorry. I was trying to get in. Oh, okay. Busy day today. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I was at a dentist for my uh, one of my cousins turned 18, and I came out at six, and I was trying to call. I don't know what was going on with my phone, but I'm in now. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, we're glad you're in. Um, so tell me more about your book. Well, um, I have three books. The first uh-huh. one was The True Essence of Loyalty, uh, one. And okay. it's it's about a female who is married. However, she likes doing her thing on the side. Um, her her husband was participating in those things at one point. However, he wanted to end that, but she kept going on. Unbeknownst to her, he knows. So he's trying to get away with someone else, and she's falling for somebody else thinking that he's going to be distraught, but he won't be because he's trying to get away from her. And... Pretty much everybody in the book ends up being connected at some point. And then there is a person that comes in towards the end that throws everybody off that ends up still being connected to somebody in part two. Okay. All right. And I see that we have a caller on the line. Um, Let's see what they're talking about, Angie. What's the difference between your first book and your last book? So it's it's three books. So the difference is, well, the part two is just, you know, a continuation of the first one. So you'll be able to to see what actually happens with loyalty because that's the main character's name as well. So you'll be able to see what actually happens to her. And the difference is the first you know, the first edition, she was a hot mess. The second part, she actually tries to get some sense for the second part. Now, I have three books. So there's a third book I've written that is a totally different book, and that's called The Rich Game. And that's about three sisters that mm-hmm. are trying to figure out who killed their parents because their parents their parents were notorious drug dealers in the city. Oh, wow. So, they're, yeah, they're trying to figure out who killed them as well as keep the business going because they were kind of behind the scenes in the business because they were professional. They had professional careers. So they're trying to keep the business going, keep their professional career, as well as find out who killed their parents. So it's a lot going on in that book. Three sisters, one is very different. Okay. Uh, Do you see yourself turning that book into a series, or is it a complete um, standalone? No, the the Rich Gang is going to actually be a trilogy, so that'll have three parts. 
Okay. All so right. So I'm working on this part two to that. And by May, June, I'll have a, um, was a fourth book, a fifth book, I'm sorry. And kind of just going back and forth with that one, trying to see if that was going to be just a drama again or more of a thriller type type novel. Okay. Oh, okay. Cool. Uh, so what is your favorite genre? Um, I would say, write? well, my favorite genre right now would be fiction. Um, okay. I like creative, creative writing. Um, I don't, I don't want to necessarily be put in a box and always write romance or type of love story unless it has something to do with, you know, a thriller type or maybe you're learning something from it for the most part, just not a whole bunch of drama. Okay. All right. So what made it, excuse me. So what motivated you to become an author in the first place? I used I read a lot growing up. Um that's that was my favorite pastime. I read a right. lot. You know, my cousins Mine they too. used to be mad at me when I would come around because they would be ready to go outside and play and I'd be in the corner somewhere with a book. Um and then in high school I took creative writing and so I kinda just wrote little stuff here and there. I mm-hmm. never thought about becoming an author I never did until two years ago um I you know I was out on medical leave I had surgery and I had started writing um a book like 10 11 years ago and I was going to since I was out I said well you know what let me just keep writing on that one but I kind of started writing true essence of loyalty so I took that time and I said you know what let me just write it and see what I feel so I wrote it, and I, you know, published it myself, you know, kind of had a, a book signing with friends and family for the most part, just to see what their mm-hmm. feel was. And everybody enjoyed it. They liked the story. They liked how it flowed. So I was like, well, maybe that's something that you can get into. And I kept thinking about it, kept thinking about it. And I just kept coming up with ideas, and I was like, you know, maybe that is what you're destined to be. All right. So I'm kind of just, I'm kind of just stuck with it now. <laughs> it just sounds great, though. Uh, you know, that's how, kind of how I got started. You know, I was just writing just for me, and I always was a reader, and um, just kind of fell into it. And it's in May. It will have been 10 years since I professionally fell in and fell in love mm-hmm. with writing. So, wow. Um, yeah. Um, so tell me, do you have any advice for any aspiring authors? My advice would be take your time. Take as much time as you can with developing your characters and writing your story. You will feel the need to rush. You will. Because you'll have, you know, as soon as you start telling people that's what you're doing, they're going to want to read it. They're, well, when, when is it going to be out? When is it going to be out? Right. And speaking for myself, I felt the need to rush. And when I did, things really didn't turn out 
the exact way I wanted it to, to, to turn out. And even though it wasn't bad, it just wasn't what I wanted it to be. And, of course, if that's your baby, your books is your baby, you want them to be perfect. And right. so I just say take your time, take as much time as needed, you know, get in as many workshops and and still read as much as you can. I know it can be hard with you writing as well, but still try to partake in some type of reading because that is how you will be, you know, continue to develop your vocabulary and right. you know, still get different ideas from 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 other writers and how they make a story flow. Absolutely about studying um, your craft. So um, it's, that's very important for anyone who wants to write professionally. You still need to read. Um, right. I've had people tell me that who are writers or supposed to be writers tell me that they don't read. And I'm like, how do you write if you don't read? I mean, I just don't get the concept, you know. That right, right. That's just me. That's just like when somebody who just, you know, just a regular person tells me that they don't read. I'm like, it's sad to me. I don't know um, mm-hmm. how to explain it, but it's like, it's almost like I clutch my imaginary pearls like, oh, you don't read. You know, like, right. how dare you? <laughs> right. So, um, does your family fully support your career as a writer? They do. Um, I, I I almost got kind of nervous because I have a lot of we, you know, well, I, I'm a Christian as well, but I have a lot right. of. Uh, family members that are pastors, you know, in the music ministry, you know, mm-hmm. speakers, things of that nature, um, like close, immediate family. So at one point, I had some reservations about what I write, but right. you know, I've had those same people say, "This, uh, this is your gift that God gave you, and as long as you use that gift in some capacity to serve Him." he's not going to take your gift away or he's not going to punish you for your gift. So I'm okay with what I write now because they never had any reservations. They are very proud of me and they support me. They support me to the fullest. And I'm, I'm very, very happy about that because you don't really see that a lot. That's a blessing. That is indeed a blessing. Um, Really and truly, a little bit of support goes a long way. Um, have you ever thought about which actor or actress would be playing the lead characters in any of your books? Like, say, have I ever thought character? about? Have I, I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. Have I ever thought about what now? Uh, what actor or actress? Could you see playing the lead characters oh, in any of the books? <laughs> I haven't even thought about it. I mean, I I actually use three faces of people I know um, to make it a little bit more in reality. Uh huh. Um. So, but you know, those are faces that I know and faces that people know. Okay. 
Um, but I haven't thought about that. Now that you say that, I need to think about that. Okay, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, do think about it and let us know because we're nosy. I mean, I, <laughs> I would love to. Come on. Hello? Angie, are you here? Hello? <clears throat> Hello? Uh, okay. Sound like your call had dropped for a minute. Um, okay, I don't, yeah, I don't know what happened. Okay, I got it. Um, okay. But well, yeah, I, I thought you were asking. Now that you say that, uh, I need to think about that. Um, Especially in that book, that's like the book, you know how you write a book, mm-hmm. one, at least one in the beginning, I'm feeling like that's the book that I'm really, really, like, that's my baby. Right. Like, True Essence of Loyalty Part 1 and 2 was like my beginning, like, let's see what people think. But but the Rich Gang is like, that's that's my, I'm like really, really into getting that really out like I would want somebody to make a movie or something from it right do you have um, has, since I've asked you has anything crossed your mind as to who you could envision bringing your baby to life um Like as far as per, like celebrity wise, I guess so. Um, um, I would maybe because of the the storyline, I maybe maybe Fifty Cent. Okay. Um, okay. And I guess I'm saying that more so because of power. Right. Um. Or maybe even Will Packer. Okay. Okay, I see you. Um, what about the main female character? Um, the main female character, I, I, the face I use is a um, a previous hairdresser, and she's you know very she's very pretty, very professional. Mm-hmm. Um, when I thought about using real faces. Um, I actually just put it out there for people to say they would do it for me, and she was one of the ones that said she would do it. And when I thought about it, I was I was like, good. You know, she fits her perfectly because of how right. she presents herself. So if I was looking at different actors, I don't know her name. I don't know her name. But... The girl off of, uh, what's that, Why Did I Get Married? The girl that was with Mike. That was that was the mistress. Denise Boutte. Um, Is that okay? I, yeah, I, I can't never remember plays, her name. Yeah, uh, she also plays Dr. Will's wife on Meet the Browns, the yes. um, TV show. Yes, yes. Denise Boutte. Um, I believe I'm pronouncing her last name right, but anyway, that's that's exactly who you're referring to. Okay, I can 
I can see that. I can see that. Um, where do you see yourself in five years from now? Five years from now, I see myself having at least one book made into a movie, whether it's just on a syndicated television network like BET mm-hmm. or TV One or Lifetime, um, as well as owning my own publishing company. That is what I'm also striving to do okay. um, to help, you know, to be able to be that that outlet for up-and-coming authors, whether whatever ethnicity, whatever genre, um, but, also, you know, helping them get their book done, get their book out there, get them different places, you know, get them different places um, to get the exposure because there's not too many publishing companies like that that you don't have to spend thousands of dollars unless you're, you know, you have a literary agent. And I am seeing that that's a very difficult task to obtain. Yes, that's a difficult task, and it's not always easy to um, trust one when you find one. Um, it, you know, things happen, so it's like you you have to be able to trust them almost like you would trust, you would like to be able to trust your spouse or what have you. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it's, not, it's not easy. Um So tell me, who are some of your favorite authors? I was an Elin Harris fan. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the way that he would take a character out of one book and create right. a whole nother book right. off of them. Um, and it wasn't necessarily a continuation. It was just a whole nother book. Right. I like... Um, Mary Morrison. Okay, Mary I like Honey Morrison. Bee. Honey Bee. Yeah. <laughs> I love Honey Bee. Um, I like Terry McMillan. I haven't read her in a while. I actually like um, her sister. Oh, Rosalind? Um, yeah. yeah. I like Nikki Turner. Okay. I, lo- I love Nikki Turner, and I do like and I, I think I say it wrong when I see it. Kwan? Kwan? Kwan. Kwan. I love Kwan. I love Kwan. Big shout out to Big Brother Kwan. Um, he and his wife's real life love uh, life should be a romance novel in itself. The ultimate wow. hood romance novel. Uh, really? Yes. I I I love to not only see him as an author but to see them as a couple and as a family with their daughters. It's just it's it's you know, awesome. It's kinda like you look at that and it's like, okay, that's relationship goals right there. But um yeah. Quan is cool. Quan is real cool. Okay, yeah. I I've read his book over the years. Um Another one I would say, um, I lo- I like Sister Soldier. Yes. I like Sister Soldier. 
Yes, yes, That was yes. mostly, um, I would say, as far as urban, you know, of African-American, mm-hmm. um, you know, if you're looking at Caucasian, because I, I read anything for the most part, right. as far as fiction. And I love um, Patricia Cornwell. Okay. Um, I like uh, Nora Roberts, James Patterson. Mm-hmm. And... Um, I was a I was a Dean Koontz fan at one point. Haven't read him in a long time though. Oh wow, okay. Okay, cool. I um I'm a Jackie Collins head, so um Yeah, yeah, I like Jackie Collins, yeah. Yeah. Rest in peace to her. It's still kind of a shock. Yeah. Yeah. But we we go on and we try to um, continue and push forward. Right. right. So, where can you see publishing in general going in the future? As far as myself, I am hoping, um, hoping in the near future, I can get picked up by a traditional publisher. I have. I have been told that that's about a 1% chance nowadays. (laughs) No, that's not true. Oh, okay. Um, (laughs) You know, I know I see a lot of people that self-publish. And my cousin has published his own poetry book. And he's told, he was the one telling me about self-publishing at one point, you know, either through Amazon Create Space or mm-hmm. through Blurb.com. And I did that in the beginning, um, but then I went through Author House. I wasn't okay. too happy with them. Um, no, no, never do Author House. Um, but, you know, I'm like, you know, I'm learning. I was new to this. Right. right. So, for right now, you know, speaking with a lot of authors, networking with a lot of authors, um, and going to different book festivals, you know, a lot of them are self-published until, Mm -hmm. you know, they can get with a trustworthy literary agent that can point them in the right direction. Or they have, you know, the smaller publication um, Mm -hmm. companies that will pretty much promote for you. And, you know, I still keep that as an option I just, you know, I like I said, I don't want to be put in a box. Right. So I know I'm an urban writer because I am black. But I don't and want, I don't want people to think that's all I'm going to write because, like, how Tyler Perry kind of switched it around and mm-hmm. made too close to home, <laughs> and that yes. kind of threw people off. Yes, it did. But right. So I'm like. <laughs> I may write a book one day that once you start reading it, you may say, okay, these are not black people. These are these people or, you know, so I'm right. like, you know, so I'm hoping to in the near future get picked up by some tradition, Simon and Schuster, somebody. <laughs> right. And um, speaking as a self-published and traditionally published author, um, you know, it's it's not easy, but it isn't as hard as it used to be. Um, don't let anybody tell you uh, 
oh, well, you can't get a publishing deal or whatever. It's not easy, but it's not impossible. Right, okay. And you certainly have more than a 1% chance. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, I just had to put that out there because when I hear somebody say, oh, or say that somebody told them, oh, that's basically impossible. You can't do that. It just kind of, you know, it irks me because it's like, who is that person to tell you what God can and cannot do? You know. That's true. That's just, I'm going to get off my soapbox now, but that's just. (laughs) No, thank you, though. Thank you, though. (laughs) You're welcome. You are very welcome. I just just had to say that. so what is what is your writing process like? Do you like for instance I um uh, I have to have my my favorite snacks or my favorite tea or frappe and music going in my ear and tuning everything else around me out um to write. What about you? You know what? I have yet to <laughs> to find the right space for that because I still work full time. So any time I have, I Mm -hmm. use it and the TV can be on. I could be playing music. um, It could be silent. I just, you know, I have yet to find, and I've even asked my cousin that right where is a good place or where can I go? And he told me, he said, it just depends on you. Some people can write with Anywhere. a whole bunch of right. commotion. Yeah. Some people need commotion, but then some people need silence. Some people need music. Some people need water flowing, you know, like a waterfall. Or, right. So I have yet, and, and I've thought about that, like, okay, Angie, you need to find a space to where you know is writing time. I need a candle or I need... <laughs> You know, like you mm-hmm. said, your favorite drink, you know. So I'm still, you know, coming into that. It's just like I said, I have so much going on besides that where I'm trying to find balance because if I'm not at work, I'm at church. I have mm-hmm. a, a granddaughter. Um, oh, wow. So, yes, my son gets her every other weekend. I have, you know, other stuff that I may have to do as far as errands. I have a 16-year-old. Um I have church activities that I'm at church twice a week. Right. Um, so I, it's um, like I'm a descendant of a PK. I mean, no, not a PK, but I'm a descendant of a pastor. So I, I mean, I get it. Um, <laughs> I totally get it. Uh, my great uncle was a pastor of a, once upon a time of a very large church here. Um, in my hometown, and so I get it. And people still come up to me. You know, I never even met the man. He passed wow. before my mom, before my mom was even born. But people still wow. come up to me and be like, "Aren't you so and so, so and so?" And I'm mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. "Like what? Yeah." <laughs> <laughs> right, and that's me. My 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 uncle, which is my aunt's husband. Mm-hmm. Is a pastor, and my aunt, my dad's sister, I'm named after mm-hmm. her. So okay. everybody that knows them 
you know, when they meet, you know, they're like, aren't you so-and-so's niece? Uh, you know, and I'm like, yeah. And then they know my dad because he used to sing everywhere. Oh. And so it's like everybody knows my uncle because he's a pastor. So it's like, right. and then my cousin is a music director and she sings, her mama sings. So like okay, everybody so knows me in the church. You have a whole song. You have a whole psalmist family. Uh, family. Right. Right. Yes, I do. Okay. And um, we know. I'm. I'm assuming that you basically knew what you wanted to do um, growing up, because it sounds like to me like writing was just always in blood. Um, was there anything else you wanted to do when you were growing up? Yeah, actually, I didn't even think about being a writer until the first this the first book. Um, I never thought about being a writer ever. Wow. Um, I thought about working for a publishing company as far as being mm-hmm. an editor or something okay. like that. Never thought about being a writer. My aspirations, I would say, freshman high school was a an, a lawyer. Then, oh wow, um, my dad was a licensed chemical dependency counselor and I started seeing the stuff that he did I wanted to be a therapist so I started going to school to be a therapist I have 10 more classes left (laughs) okay Um, but then I wrote my book and then I'm like okay so and you know God has told me you don't have to limit yourself. You can still be an author and and and, and, and do therapy. therapy and, and, yeah. You know you don't have to limit yourself. So actually, you know, I'm a finish school, of course. At those two um, careers actually go together well. So you know. Okay. Yeah. Not only would it be un- not limiting yourself, it would actually one can benefit the other. Um, right. Right. You know, so yeah, I'm, here I go dreaming I, for I other wanted people. to be two things. Um, okay. Turning thirty nine years old, and now almost forty. I have now <laughs> really now I'm really stuck on. I know I want to be a full time writer, and I I was still finished and have my therapy in the background for whatever right. I use it for. But I do know now I do want to be a full time writer. Okay. All right, Miss Angie. And by the way, you don't look almost forty, honey. <laughs> I'll I'll be forty on the twenty third. Thank you so much for that. Oh, you're welcome. And certainly don't look like nobody's grandma, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know what they say about us anyway. Chocolate right, didn't, you're right. Chocolate didn't uh, crumble. I'll right. That way, you know, so. so uh, you said you are working on part two to the Rich Gang right now? Yeah, I'm working on that. Um, I have the other three, well, the Loyalty 2 and Rich Gang Part 1 right now is on blurb.com. Um, And those links are available on my website as well as my Facebook page. Um, Okay. Um, Go ahead and give us your, give um, us and your listeners 
the um, website and Facebook information. Let them know where they can find you. Yes, the website is, you know, www.angiekbooks.com. All right. And those the book all three books are um are listed on the web on the website actually. All right. And then um my Facebook is Angie K Books Author. All right. Angie K Books Author. All right. Also tell me, do you think that book covers play an important part for as a reader in the buying process? Yes. Um, I have a graphic designer as well as I've met another designer. Um, mm-hmm. I Even before I met other authors, because I'm a reader, and I think that's, like you said, what coincides with being a reader and then wanting to write, they have to go together. Yes. Because you know, as a reader, when you go into a bookstore and you see a book, you you may not even know who the author is, but the right. cover is what's right. going to attract you. Yes. And so I've always wanted my cover to be like, what is that about? I don't even have to read the synopsis. The cover just looks like it's interesting. Absolutely. And uh-huh. when I got my cover done, the first copy of my cover for The Rich Gang, I wasn't uh-huh. happy with. And I had a friend tell me when I sent her, you know, the sample, um, she was like, Angie, I will be honest with you. If I was in a bookstore and I saw this cover, I would think it was cheap. I would think it was homemade and I would not be interested. I'd be like, oh, look like they just put that together. So I'm like, okay. And I kind of thought that too, but I just, you know how you just want You want to hear what somebody else thinks before you, yeah. So I had her redo it, and then I asked my friend again, and she said, now that, I would go in a store and look and say, okay, what's that about? I see money all over the ground, and, you know, I see the city in the back, and I see somebody's side. (laughs) What's that about? Right. Okay. All right. Absolutely. Um, And as a reader and author and – an editor and graphic designer, I totally see where you're coming from with that. Um, yeah. Now, what do you think of book trailers? Some do it, some don't. What do you think about it? I think they're good. I think any any type of way you can promote your book, you do it. Right. I'm trying to get, you know, get there slowly but surely because it's just me. Right. Um, but book trailers, if I can get somebody that can help me do a commercial, uh, you know, not, well, you know, something right. um, like that, you know, especially for the rich gang, because of the kind of story it is, I, you know, I, I think anything you could do to promote your book, trailer, commercial, on the radio, uh, anything. I, I love to see book trailers, actually, because that, it, that really brings it to life for me. Okay. I think that's cool. Um, I've even seen one recently where somebody actually 
acted as one of the characters and um they did like a a little I think it was three or four minute mini movie. Um Oh wow, okay. As a book trailer and that was so totally to me it was cool and it was so different from um typical book trailers but I like I do agree with you. I like book trailers as well. Um, yeah, I'm not, um yeah, I I think that just that brings it to life. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um so when writing your book, um do you do especially if you're writing about characters who have experienced things that you haven't um do you do research and if so what kind i would right now the research that i do um Mm -hmm. if i don't just google because the rich game i had to google (laughs) google Uh, is our friend google is our friend yes because (laughs) this is more of an urban type hood and i'm like to be perfectly honest i did not grow up in the hood i didn't Mm -hmm. so i i I got as hood as i could and and Google helped me with that. Um, but uh, I watch a lot of TV, and that is my mm-hmm. writing motivation. I watch a lot of reality TV, and I watch a lot of mystery-type shows and drama um, shows. Yes. Um, I'm so waiting a lot for of people one. ask me why uh-huh. I watch reality TV, it's silly, it's ratchet, and I'm like, it is. And, you know, for the most part, sometimes it's entertaining because you can't do nothing to laugh sometimes. I was just going to say it is, but it's entertaining. And <laughs> But you get a lot from that. And so when you're a writer and you're writing fiction, drama-type stuff, you get a lot of that because a lot of things right. are, like, are, re- are real life. Up. You wouldn't. You well, would somebody, think that it shouldn't. Even be. if we don't live it, exactly. Right. You would think that it shouldn't be, but it is somebody's reality somewhere. Uh, well, even reality stars are writing books, you know, calling it fiction, and some of it's fiction, some of it ain't. Um, Sheree Whitfield wrote um, just recently released a book. Um, And I believe she did it with Kensington. So, um, my purse. Yes. It's the the rush card. It's in that little pink thing. Okay. My cousin had to pay for my my bill. <laughs> oh, okay. At first, I was like, "Huh? I'm like, I don't have your purse, baby." <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's okay. Um, yeah, I just had to tell her to pay my bill. Well, hey, that's uh, gotta do what you gotta do. Trust me. Um, do you ever see yourself writing a nonfiction book? Or self-help book or as of right now no um i tell people all the time i i can't teach you how to do nothing um 
I've been through a lot in my life, uh, whether <laughs> voluntarily or involuntarily. Right. So I, I know I can offer insight or um, direction for someone that is going through what I've been through. Right. Um, but I don't feel right now that I would write for somebody to buy. Okay. So I'm like, if I offer it, that's free of charge. All right. Cool, cool, cool. So, uh, oh, goodness. We have gone down my whole list of questions. Because <laughs> <laughs> some of them you just filled in for me without me even asking. So I'm like, okay. Oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> but um, if there was anybody you could do any author, famous or someone not as known, um, is if there was any one author you could do a collaboration with, who would? It would be Honey Bee. Okay. <laughs> Honey Bee, if you're listening, um, Angie K wants to connect with you, Mama. Uh, <laughs> she, she's cool, people. She's really hilarious. I love watching her Facebook Live videos. Yes, I do too. <laughs> <laughs> I love her, and I would. I'm I'm a very uh, beginning writer, I mm-hmm. I take any advice from any any well established writer out here. Um, but yeah, that was that would be one person that I would love to. That's cool. That is really cool. Oh, somebody was just sending. I'm like, what is that? I felt something vibrating. Somebody was reminding everyone to set our clock. I think clocks go forward. forward. Um, I never keep up with that time. I'm like, okay, you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess now hosting a show, I guess I should uh, know when time is changing. But um, Right. Absolutely. So tell me, so what is some of your favorite music? I mean, just tell me something about Angie. Um, I think I'm a very well-rounded person. Um, I like to have fun. I like to joke. Now, one thing when it when it is serious time, I'm very focused. I'm I'm a nerd, I guess you could say. <laughs> um, but I mean, I like. I like adventure. I like different things. So music-wise, I listen to everything. I'm not really a one-genre type person. I do have my favorite artist. I am a Chris Brown fan. I love Chris Brown. Um, I love Jamie Foxx. Been a fan Mm -hmm. of his since I was 19, 20 years old. Um, So I listen to a lot of R&B and a lot of hip-hop depending on who it is. Okay. But, I mean, I like country. I like Tejano. I like jazz. I like a lot of different kind of music. Okay. All right. That, uh, that again, sounds 
you know, sounds of like me. You know, um, <laughs> my friends laugh at me because they be like, you love Jesus so much, but you like trap music. I'm like, okay. And I'm going to get a shirt, T-shirt made that That's says, I, yep. I love Jesus and trap music. So. Right. Yes. Yeah. And they be looking at me like, you're such a nerd. How do you end up liking trap music? I'm like, hey, you know, I like what I like. Yeah, I know, but that's I'm, you know, I I love I love the Lord. I make sure that I participate in all my church activities before I do right. anything else because I believe God gonna balance it out. God gonna give me the time I need to do what I need to do. So don't put off this for Him. For right. Do something else. So I'm I'm you know that's just me in a nutshell. My cousins think I'm funny. Um, Maybe I am Everybody's not going to understand What a a writer does And How different we may be From Anybody else who just has a Regular career Or what have you Especially a writer who also Still works full time Mm -hmm. So a lot of people don't understand how we balance all of that out. Right. But we would. Um, you know, because being an author and running a um, full-time business where I do services for other authors, it's not always easy to balance, but I'm grateful for the process and the experience. I, I really right. do. I love what I do, and I love what I do for others. And I love to see other authors grow and see them sign, you know. Um, Right. So, um, I'm excited for you. You are. Well, thank you. Embarking on um, not only expanding a hopefully soon, full-time career as an author. You're also going to school um, to be a therapist. I think that is awesome. Uh, While being a a mom and grandma, um, a grandma, because you're too young to just be a grandma, you're a grandma. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. But you know, it's it's really cool. It is really cool. Very happy thank for you, Angie. You're thank welcome. You. And thank you so much for joining me tonight. Oh, you're very welcome. Line. You were my first interview. Very, really? very first oh. ever. Well, I'm very happy to have been your very first and um I wish you so much success. And I hope to talk to you again soon. Uh, Thank I'd you. Love sure, to, anytime. I would love to um, read and review uh, Rich Game. And, okay. Uh, so if you're interested, get at me. Um, and I can definitely do that for you. Okay, I sure will. Uh, 
All righty. And you all have been listening to Love Line with Allison and tonight as we interview the very lovely and multi-talented Angie K. Angie, thank you so much again for joining us. And you You're all have a good night. Thank you. You too. Thank you all, all so much again. You're welcome. Good night. Good night.